Heroes of I just heard you yawn, so I imagine you're a little bit sleepy. Feeling a bit sleepy, yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's just been locked inside. Yeah. Twenty four hours is. I mean, so it's day one of three weeks, so it's not it doesn't bode well for the rest of um the week. But I'll tell you, we've got Disney Plus now, as everyone should have, because Disney Plus has launched in the UK finally. And straight on the hype, we were watching before we came on air. Me and my partner were watching George of the Jungle. So uh, no messing about. Classic. I thought it'd be Simpsons. That's a good point, actually. I was I actually forgotten because I was having a quick look through the home. I say the home page, but the home screen where they've got like the best of the what they've got listed. Simpsons wasn't actually on there. That's a good point. To double check that, see if it's definitely there. It must be. It yeah, must be it must something. be. It must be. That's that's the whole big thing, isn't it? Did you um? Did you watch a new Pixar film? Which one? Oh, Onward. Onward. Yeah, yeah. No, I not watched it yet. We um, obviously can't watch it in the cinema now, but we never got around to seeing it. But that's coming to streaming quite soon, I think. I think it's coming straight to Disney Plus in April. Yeah. Um, I think I think they've rushed it. But have you seen it? I have. Yeah. The reason I ask is because there's some Simpsons uh, linkage in that. Oh really? Yeah, but that's all. That's all I'll say, young Colin. What did you think of Onward? I enjoyed it a lot, but also it's a Pixar film which draws heavy references from Dungeons and Dragons, so it was always going to sit well with me. (laughs) But I did enjoy it a lot. I really liked it. Um, I thought it was funny and sweet and like heartfelt and kind of builds like a really interesting world. Um, Yeah, I mean, I really, I really dug it. Nice. Yeah, Pixar, I mean, I saw a review saying it wasn't one of Pixar's best films, but um, still heard it was very good. I mean, it's always they always put the bar, set the bar so high, Pixar, that when it's just yeah. like a good film, it feels like a disappointment. But they've got another one coming out this year. Obviously, I don't know whether that'll be delayed, but there's that film called Soul that's coming out this year, which is a Pixar film. So yeah, curious to see how that's one is as well anyway we should probably introduce ourselves because we've gone straight on to the disney plus hype i'm colin and that is chris hi chris hey dude hey this is heroes of handheld we are a podcast we try and podcast every single week and have been for must be about six years now or something like that because i saw something called my time hop where back when we used to record a video element for the podcast. It used to go straight onto our YouTube channel and it came up as a memory on my time hop from about six years ago and it was like episode 84 or something. So we've been doing this a hell of a long time, I tell you. And I'm looking forward to the day that we get to 365 episodes where there'll be an episode for every day of the year. So if you want to start from scratch and you want to catch up with the latest episodes, all you need to do is start on January the 1st, maybe 2021, and then listen to a podcast episode every single day. And then when you get to New Year's Eve, you'll be caught up. So all good. But you are aware if we go at the rate we currently do of one a week, that is still over a year and a half away. <laughs> well, what are we on now? What are we on now? 281 200... now. Oh, yeah. We are still quite a long way away. But uh, yeah. I remember we said we, we, said we were going to... I think I said... 
all those years ago that when we get to episode 100 i'm going to we're going to set up a patreon and a kickstarter and do t-shirts and a live event and here we are <laughs> in lockdown on, yeah. on our computers so all good sweating do a live and event if we wanted to colin that's that's our excuse we were going to do a live event but unfortunately it had to be this month what a shame no, anyway so we are going to talk about gaming for a little bit for you dear listener thank you so much for listening to us and choosing us it's uh you know difficult times in the world at the moment but hopefully we'll be able to bring some joy and uh, uh interest via games we have been playing and things that we're excited about because uh in the current climate this is the perfect time to play some games and just get lost in the world of gaming and world building and all that sort of stuff so i mean i've got a game i'm going to talk about i think i'm going to talk about my game first because i i feel that the game that Chris is going to talk about will take up a large portion of this podcast because it is the main game that everyone has been talking about from you know my Twitter feed and Instagram, even like influencers the, of the female variety um, who Shona, my partner, uh, follows because she watches a lot of YouTubers. Even they've all been talking about this game. So uh, when I told her that, um, oh, that's the game that Chris has been uh, playing, uh, she was like, but isn't it for girls? I was like, uh probably but chris technically you know is a girl so also go. like sorry <laughs> sorry to show it but in what world do games come out anymore that are gendered for boys or for girls like we're not in the uh, hey, I, hey i i'm <laughs> i'm just the messenger pal I'm i know you are i know you are but, uh... <laughs> i mean come on it's hardly like a 2020 attitude is it shots no i know i know i know it's it's funny though it's like um Oh, what other what games do I like that are potentially more? I used to like Farmville. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Farmville was great. Anyway, let's uh, talk about a game I've been playing. So, um, Nintendo Switch is where we're focusing this week because that is the main console we love to talk about. And I think I'm about. I, I don't know when this game first launched, and I don't know when it was when Chris first spoke about this game. So I feel like I'm a couple of years behind everyone else. And I've sort I've had it downloaded on my Switch for a very long time, and I've played it here and there, but never really got into it or really understood it. Um, but with the rise of interest in battle royale games every single game franchise is getting on the hype obviously the most recent one is the new call of duty uh, modern warfare i think it's called blackout is that what it's called the um uh, warzone oh warzone that was it yeah warzone is the uh, battle royale on modern warfare uh, everyone's talking about that but i'm going all the way back to the original or at least one of the originals or at least the one that got it to the forefront and made people realize oh this is actually uh, a game mode that people is actually financially viable and people love and i'm of course talking about fortnite uh, you may have heard of it it's a game that people who uh kids and people have been talking about for years and years and years uh and i finally decided because you know, i, like, I want to play a game on my switch i've got nothing new at the moment so i thought oh, i've got fortnite downloaded let me give it a go so the problem was when i first opened it after about a year of it being on my switch or however long it was i had to download an update which took about half an hour so there, that's one thing it's probably about 20 updates um and I think I said about this last week where I was struggling to actually get into a game because there's so much guff around it. Like, how do you actually just play a game? Um, so I've been playing a lot of Fortnite and I've really been enjoying it. Uh, I've been, I, I actually don't know the game modes because I'm useless, but I think it's called the Rumble game mode where you're there's loads of weapons and it's all about getting uh, a set amount of kills rather than surviving. 
and you respawn instantly uh, once you've died and the map gets smaller and smaller very quickly so i've really been enjoying that it's uh, very fun i understand now why people are loving it um i finally sort of got my head around the whole building mechanics of it where you can like build ramps and buildings and weird things like that so yeah and really annoying when you get lost in the storm when you have to like try and run and catch up with the storm when it's getting smaller and smaller that's also annoying but yeah i'm really keen it's really fun it's a great um game to just pick up and play especially in the handheld mode on switch and just get lost in the world of fortnite um but one thing i don't really i i know nothing about the law of fortnite and things around it but one thing i have discovered is in this map on Fortnite, there is something called the Agency. And I don't know what this place is, but whenever I go in there, there seems to be like bots or whatever, and they're killing everyone. So that's a bit weird. So I've been playing Fortnite, been really enjoying it, and uh, it's just powerful fun. And I like exploring new areas, and I like all the new weapons and trying to, you know, sneak up on people and like try and guess where people are going to be. So... Yeah, that's the main game I've been playing this week. And, um, you know, this is quite a shock for me because Fortnite really was something that I was not interested in at all. But uh, my opinion has now completely changed. So there you Aww. go. So how are Fortnite. you um, as a uh, someone who plays like a lot of Gears of War and stuff? How do you feel like the mechanics of Fortnite compare to what you're used to? um it's it's pretty standard really the only thing that took a bit of getting used to was the building side of things and trying to figure out how do i place that oh i can actually build things as i'm building other stuff so i can like keep going up and up and up with these ramps and not have to wait for one to finish building and stuff like that in terms of the shooting and stuff like that it's very reminiscent of most other third um third person shooters um so that's not really been too difficult i changing between oh getting used to only having a set especially in the game modes that i use where you can only have a set amount of stuff in your um infantry uh, and accidentally dropping good guns when you pick up something else is it's happened quite a lot and i don't really notice like when i accidentally pick up a health potion or whatever it is and i drop a shotgun that's a bit annoying but, uh, <laughs> yeah it's powerful fun and there's always games to be had and i don't ever have to wait very long for a game and it's just really great and I found the connectivity is pretty good. I've not found much lag with it, which I thought I would do uh, on the Switch version. But um, no, it's very good. And I now understand the hype around it because I know you, there was a period where you were playing it quite a lot, Chris, and you were mm-hmm. uh, well into it. So yes, I'm very much enjoying that. And I'm trying to find another game to download to my Switch. Uh, I just haven't found the right one yet. I, I do really want to download the Batman Telltale game because I never actually got around to playing that one um but it's 12 pounds 12 pounds too much too much maybe 10 pounds why hang on why is 12 pounds too much for like a full telltale game i don't know (laughs) i don't know i don't spend that much on games you've got got a wallet tighter than a nun's trousers that's a good uh comparison i like that turn me on a little bit you're welcome. So that's what I've been doing. I want to know about the game you've been playing, Chris, and uh, explain to me if it was worth the wait and is worth all the hype it's been getting on social media. So, uh, funnily, since we started recording this podcast, I've actually been playing this in the background. I don't know if you've heard the clicking and the clacking and the vibrating of the fishing. Uh, right. Because I have been playing, of course, 
the new Animal Crossing game, Animal Crossing New Horizons. And for a long time, um, you know, I'm just going to put the music on. For a long time, uh, listeners of this pod, you'll know that Animal Crossing is near and dear to my heart. I loved the 3DS one, New Leaf. Uh, I loved World World on the DS. Uh, I've always been a big, big Animal Crossing uh, proponent, and I've always loved it, and I've always relished the kind of slow, patient, rewarding style of gameplay, which is so different to, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of games we we play and we buy today that you you play and you buy them and you aim to 100% them as quickly as possible because you want to get your, I guess, your money's worth and you want to, like, get through it and beat and do this and see this Easter egg and blah, blah, blah. And Animal Crossing is so different from those types of games it's so different from any other I type can of game hear really. it. i can hear it in the background and i already feel relaxed yeah exactly this is a this is an experience in slow long patient um uh, progress and planning and enjoyment and it just happens to be on the on the nintendo switch the thing is it's a game but it's not a game like anything else and what i'm really loving about this new animal crossing so far is just how much it spreads out everything that you can do because you don't when you start and you move to this island and the whole vibe of the new one is it's tropical islands that you're kind of discovering and um as you move to different tropical islands then each of them like you every single person's got their own unique tropical island but there's other ones you can explore and blah 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 but the point is it's not like in old animal crossing games where you would you would start the game and immediately you would have like straight away you would know exactly what the layout of your island is this takes a little while you have to you know you have you can't cross the river until you've uh, uh accessed you know the fishing the vault pole and then you can't access the vault pile until you've donated nothing to the museum and what it does is it these kind of it sounds really like when you feel like that it sounds really dumb i realize but the point is it draws you out and it's a long exercise in patience and slowing down what you think of as video gaming and that's why it's so different to anything else that you play because you can't pick it up and complete it in a day now there's a lot to love about the new animal crossing it is for one thing absolutely beautiful the art design is amazing it's that classic animal crossing style on the switch it's like a nice big screen it looks really good on telly and it feels or and it looks really good on a um uh on handheld as well which is how i've mostly been playing it um, but it's like it feels good to play. Your character feels like when you move around, they've got you know a good amount of weight to them, and they a big load of island to explore. And they've added some really nice kind of quality of life things, which are really different to previous Animal Crossing. So, for example, um, on this now, as well as having bells as the main currency which has always been the currency in animal crossing you've always paid for everything with bells for some god knows reason uh but in this new one you also have nook miles which are these kind of micro achievement um currency almost that you are given for doing things like i don't know catching uh 10 fish or making friends with 10 villagers or like little things that you can do every day so that it's not just about making money it's about making miles as well and then miles are used to upgrade things on your character. So, for example, new equipment. Uh, but they're also used to upgrade things like um, you can buy tickets to go to faraway islands with them, or you can buy like inventory exploration. So it's kind of like skill points almost, I guess. 
Um, so what that means is, if you, the, the point I'm getting at is, with this new system, not only are you trying to pay off the debts of Tom Nook and, you know, trying to sort all that out, but you've also got this kind of underlying, like, RPG element, which is you building your character through this, like, Nook Miles reward system. So you are being physically rewarded for doing things more than just making money, um, which I think is really important. As well as that, they've added new kind of uh, ways that you move around. So you're not just running everywhere. Sometimes you're like vault polling and you can build bridges and things like that. And obviously now I'm early in the game, so I've not got loads of them. But villagers, which is the kind of core of the Animal Crossing experience, is the friends and the neighbours that move in. And this is just like that, where you start off with two villagers and straight away, you know, you're thinking, oh, I want more, I want more, I want more. But it doesn't just you don't buy more villages like that it doesn't give you straight up the opportunity to like you know hit yourself at 10 villages max you have to go and you have to slowly earn them and make these friendships and it's about like these characters like these characters are more than just a giant blue dog these characters are like you know feel like real identifiable personalities within the game which i think is really important because it makes the islands that you're living on seem much more alive and much more fresh it kind of um the only uh uh not it's not a criticism but i think it's really interesting how the conversation around this game is developing as well because everyone got it on friday obviously a lot of us were quarantined or are working from home whatever so a lot of people talking about the game on friday and straight away everyone was you know having the same conversations of like because parts of the game are so dictated by the flow of actual real life time that like on the first day you uh you you have to do a certain challenge to get the museum to open so suddenly everyone's done this challenge and they're like right where's the museum where's the museum and then day two everyone loads up the game it's like the museum's here we need to do this we need to do this and it's just like it's really interesting how you get sorry my fire alarm's going off because it always goes off don't worry the house isn't on fire it's really interesting okay. how the game right. like um how the game develops i guess and how the conversation around it is developing and this idea of like even though everyone's got their own island with their own people and their own personalities on it and their own fruit and whatever, we're all getting to live and experience this together. And also, it has come at such a superb time for wanting a game which is slow and pure and time-absorbing, where you can put in as much or as little time as you want and doesn't feel like you are being pressured into killing or hitting or escaping. Or This is like such a gentle like bubble bath of a game and it is just luxurious i'm really enjoying it so far as you might be able to tell yes i mean i don't you've probably mentioned this and i hope i do apologize if you have already mentioned this but do how many animal crossing games have there been in total i don't actually know um there was the gamecube one there was the ds one there was uh one for wii there was one for 3ds there was one there was one for wii u which was like a party one and there was a 3ds one which was like a home design one so yeah. i think i think there might have been so i think there might have been n64 one for in japan as well so sort of less than 10 uh, so so um do these stories on do these games link at all so uh, is this well, all linked into one narrative or is it is it the same no, characters no, or is I it mean, different places every time it's different places every time, but there is a there's no narrative in that sense. But you do have the same characters pop up. So, for example, 
Um, Tom Nook is the raccoon that's kind of identifiable with the franchise. And he's the one who you uh, who builds your house and then charges you a mortgage for it. So that's kind of good for... <laughs> obviously, people love that for memes because everyone hates landlords. Um, so that's on there. And then you've got like certain characters do pop up but in different ways. But what they also do is they're very good at introducing new characters who have their own individual function within the town. So like there's now a pair of dodos who control flights in and out of the town called Wilbur and also an Orville maybe. Um who are very cute and like very identifiable. So yeah, but there's no long grant narrative. Although there is one bit where uh Tom Nook is like, oh well, you know, we're hoping to get a um a museum built actually. So uh, if you want to give me some donations we can maybe make that work. And then obviously uh that kicks people off because he's like yeah i've got this friend actually called blathers and then everyone, and then the reaction for anyone who's played animal crossing before is like get blathers the fuck over here because blathers is the owl who runs the museum and he's scared of the bugs that you donate to him colin and that's what makes him so endearing <laughs> and I, uh, I know how it sounds but the, th- the thing is the thing with this game is it is you can't enjoy it ironically like it's just so pure and joyous and heartfelt that that you can't sit there and be like when you play it you don't feel like you're better than it that's the thing you feel like you are buying into the world of it i've always felt with animal crossing from how you've told explained it to me in the past and i think you've let me have i've had a various brief encounters with it and played it it feels like it's actually got more of a mature undertone to it it's obviously, um, you know, the, the look of it, it's like it's for a younger audience, but it feels there's like a bit of a mature tone to the undercurrent of it. It feels like in some of the conversations that you have with the characters from what I've seen in the past, some of them can be quite snarky or quite knowing or quite in your face. Hard to explain it, but I feel like there's been sometimes I've seen conversations in the game and I thought, oh, that's a bit mean of that character to say that. It's like... It's not as lovey-dovey and happy-happy as you would imagine. Yeah, there is. I mean, it's not... Um, yeah, it's, it's. I know what you mean. It's not like a dark, gritty adult world, but there is this kind of air of like, yeah, not all the, the characters aren't all, you know, bubblegum and candy floss. Like, there are there are characters who, who are a bit more kind of grumpy or a bit more salty and it, like it's not like you say it, it isn't just um uh how to describe it. yeah it isn't just like bubble bubble happy happy all the time it's like no this is a game where these characters feel real like they feel like they're going through you know um they're going through a range of emotions that are more than just like oh i love island life isn't everything amazing because like you know it's again no one ever cries but it's not, you know, it's not as bubblegummy as it looks on the surface, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I mean, it does intrigue me. But then I looked on the store and saw it was £60. So that's not happening. Um, 60? Where did you say yeah, £60? It's £50, mate. £59.99, I tell you. Where? On the store. I tell you, on the store. I'm pretty sure oh, it was 60 I it from the Nintendo e from the Nintendo uh website the download code and that was 49.99 or maybe i was wrong <laughs> yeah, well yeah i mean also it's worth 60 pounds it's worth 100 pounds colin it's worth a hundred thousand pounds <laughs> so here's the question for you what are you going to watch on disney plus first and why is it going to be uh toy story one two and three 
It's not. It's going to be uh, The Simpsons and That's So Raven. That's so... Oh, do you reckon Smart Guy's on there? I used to love Smart Guy. Do you ever watch Smart Guy? Smart Guy. What's that? Oh, oh, Recess. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, God. Recess. What a time to be alive. Just for a fun fact for you. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say. Ignore me. Ignore me. No, um, it's going no, to be sad stuff linked to what's going on at the moment. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it on there. I'll oh, say it okay. off there. Um, right. So, yeah, Disney Plus is great. So, here's a big conspiracy theory for you. What All the crap that's going down in the world at the moment, was this just some ploy by either Nintendo or by Disney? Because they uh... have perfectly placed releases for certain things. I'll leave that with you because that's a good conspiracy theory. Was this invented by a lab in Disney headquarters in the big Epcot ball? They invented Nilness, maybe. Uh, okay, so I think that's... Have you got anything else you want to say? Or are we just going to head out I after that? I think that's it, to be honest. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys Animal Crossing who's playing it. It is so peaceful and zen and just like an exercise in patience, you know? Yeah. It's this beautiful. Is the, it's the, so beautiful. I love it so much. As you said, it is the perfect time for this sort of game to enter our lives because it's the sort of thing that people need. They need yeah. something to lose themselves in, um, lose themselves in and sing those vows into. So really glad that you are enjoying it. Also, just an update. I've been playing more of Star Wars Fallen Order. And I think I told you last week that I've got I beat a really tough boss. Then I got to another boss and I'm like, oh, this is gonna take ages. Turns out you only had to reduce a quarter of their health for the story oh. to go on. So it wasn't as hard as I thought. So yeah, I've progressed in that quite a bit as well. So there you go. Um, that game does a lot of that, doesn't it? Where it kind of plays with your expectations because you see a boss health meter and it makes you think, oh I've got to get it all the way down. And then like sometimes you can't get it all the way down. No, yeah, that happens quite a lot actually, and you're sort of glad for it because the life bar is just ridiculously big for most of the villains. So it's like, for God's sake, and then you realise that one hit of a lightsaber takes like a tiny millimetre of health off. You're like, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> but one thing that's irritated me about it is like I had this really meaningful conversation with all the characters because we're getting to the end game, and we're all like, they're all like saying, "Yes, you're ready. Yes, you can do it." And then in the um, sort of, you know, when you can walk around in the open world elements, you can talk to the characters. Same with Mass Effect and things like that, where you can talk to characters to Skyrim as well. Like, you've had this amazing cutscene with lots of character development, and you know you're in the end game. But then when you go to the open world elements and you can walk around and talk to characters, they basically all forget what you've just spoken about. And they're still like mm-hmm. saying, Are you ready? Are you going to be ready? I don't think you're ready. And it's like, Well, you just told me I was about five seconds ago. What the, what the hell's going on here? So that was, that was a bit irritating. But. There you go. And Marin's my favourite character. She's awesome. She's so cool. So sarky. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's, it's powerful fun. Anyway, we should get out of here. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we will be back next week in some form, as always. Maybe on a Wednesday next week, because it's Tuesday and it's very it's throwing me. Yeah, sorry about that. On a you bastard so there you go uh if you want to contact us if you've been playing animal crossing do get in contact you can tweet us at handheld podcast or you can google heroes of handheld podcast and you'll find all the other links there um and email us heroes of handheld at gmail.com uh, we're on stitcher itunes and spotify and all other places where our where podcasts are distributed we really appreciate you listening to us this week uh we hope you're staying safe we hope you're filling the time if you've got spare time at the moment with some gaming uh and sinking some hours into animal crossing but we'll be back next week 
for more fun and shenanigans. Chris, is there anything you want to give? Any words of wisdom you want to give the people? I would say, here's a word of wisdom for you, Colin. Yes. If you see a yellow spot on the ground in Animal Crossing, dig it up and plant some money in because you'll be impressed with what grows there. Ooh, ooh. What does grow there? What can uh, grow there? Money Tell- tree. Ah. So if oh, you plant so like 10,000 you... bells, you get 30,000 bells back. Yeah, as you say, it's a spell tree. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Speak to you soon. Goodbye. Love you. Bye.